You're listening to the Lux Lounge Podcast, the official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate. And now, here are your hosts, Joe and Dave. All right, welcome to another episode of the Lux Lounge. Sitting here with Joe Hesh. Joe, welcome. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. Yeah, how's it going, man? It's uh, it's exciting. It's an exciting day. We're we're getting all fired up for the Christmas party for you guys tonight. So. Uh, that's right. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. It's how's your How's your bowling game? Um, I, I'm sure it's better than yours. How's that? <laughs> I'm, I'm dropping the hammer right now. Right now. Right like, now. Well, you better bring your checkbook. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we'll let's, make this let's super go. interesting. Let's go. Yeah. Let's bet uh, an investment property. I've, but I, I've heard you use bumpers, so I don't. I don't know if that's really even fair. Well, of course it's fair. It's <laughs> it's all based off a of skill level. There you go. There you go. Exactly. That's true. That's true. Uh, so what's been going on? How's uh, how's everything going in the mortgage world? Everything's great in the mortgage world. Um, loan limits have gone up, which is great. So for for 2022, conventional loan limits are up to 647200 which is awesome. And your um, FHA loan limits are four twenty six eighty, which is great as well, too. That's crazy. I mean, I guess they had to, they had to with uh, the way prices are going up or... It, people can't right, you know, and it's, FHA buyers can't be in the game. And what's really nice about the FHA buyers, obviously, is those are typically the ones that you know for several different reasons. Maybe might be credit, might be some you know income challenges, might be um, just uh, cash to close challenges, and get in for a little bit less. But yes, it's nice to actually have an FHA loan limit that's high enough now to where we can actually start using it once again. You know, it's, it's been really you know with, with prices increasing and loan limits not catching up on the FHA side, FHA really hasn't been a tool in our in our chest that we've been able to use here too often the last several years. But now going forward in 2022, there's actually a decent chance that we can actually start using that again to start helping some buyers get into properties that maybe um, couldn't prior. So we're actually excited about this. That's a that's a, that's a great bump. I think it's going to be awesome, especially, um, you know, I know a lot of agents had to turn buyers down that were FHA. Right. Because they're like, guys, like one, there's nothing. I actually had an investor contact me Last week, and he's like, "Hey, I'm looking for an investment property around 350." And I was like, uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> "I did a search on the MLS. 130 homes came, oh. and most of them were in like South Glendale, right? Along you know, along the tent. And I was right. like, it's, they're not going to rent for you know what what they need to, right? Um, which is kind of where the FHA buyers are kind of you're at, you know before when you're at around that 350 to 370 number, there's mm-hmm. nothing for you to go buy. Correct. Yeah, so it's a it's it's just nice to be able to have you know the full gamut once again that we can actually use to help people get into homes. So we're from from a lending perspective, we're definitely excited about the fact that the FHA loan limits probably even more so than the, than the conforming loan limits. The fact that FHA bumped up as much as it did is going to make a big difference going forward in twenty twenty two for sure. Right. So let's talk about interest rates for these loans. So sure. We're up with the conventional getting raised. Someone can come in. You know, based off of their debt to income, with as low as what five percent? Five percent, sometimes even as low as three percent, depending on the buyer and the and, and the debt to income and all exactly the, all and, the, and all the, all the, all the all stuff, stuff. That, that goes into the transaction. So yeah, it's not it's not like it used to be you know years ago where it says hey, what are your rates? Now there's right. so many things that we have to plug in to to answer the question properly. But you know, from a from a ballpark perspective, you know, rates are still you know in the midish. Or so threes, um, midish to you know slightly maybe higher th- th- threes depending on on your your loan profile. Your, and so we're and out of the twos. We're out of the, we're out of the twos for the most part. Um, you know we can touch twos on some of the sh- shorter terms. You can sh- you know touch the twos maybe on the fifteen year, but for the most part and and, and VA we can touch the twos on, on VA as well too. Um, but you know for the most part yeah twos for the moment we're out. Yeah. But you know what 
I mean, like Lord, mid, we're, we're still talk, is still- oh my gosh. I mean, when you look at historic rates, you know, we talk about, you know, my parents buying, you know, properties back in the early eighties with, you know, rates in the teens on adjustable rates. I mean, that's just crazy. Right. You know, so it's, uh, it's really hard to, to, to sit and complain about rates when they're still in the threes or heck if they even go to the fours, that's, well, that's, that's even fine too. I, so I bought my first house when I was 21. So that would have been, Oh, three, oh, four. Mm-hmm. And hundred percent loan working in a restaurant. If you could fog a mirror, you could get oh, a mortgage. I remember those days <laughs> way well. Oh yeah. And I think my, you know, it was back then it was like, you do a first and a second, which I know still gets done sometimes, right. you know, these just depending, but I think my first was at like seven and a half. And my second was at like 10. We, we were doing a hundred percent non-owner properties back then. It was, that's just nuts. It's crazy. You know? And there were, you know, no ratio, no doc stated and all that kind of stuff that we used to do so well, and my buddy who was my loan officer back then he's like hey how much do you make and i was like four thousand a month he goes great you're done you're good exactly. and, you know buying a house for a hundred exactly that was the that was the system back then and, and literally you said it yourself and you're exactly right it was fog and mirror get a loan it was you know but that's also what got us in trouble Absolutely. And, you know, and it's and I think what I like about now, and I think maybe a lot of people don't understand, and even though these rates are low and there are a lot of great programs and there is down payment assistance and you know different things that you can get, you still have to qualify. Like there's gotta absolutely. be a paper trail of what you're actually making, your tax returns, bank statements for what, twelve months, mm-hmm. um, and just making sure that, you know, we're not making bad loans anymore. Right. I mean it's it's you know, we we can't ever 100% guarantee we're not going to make bad loans because it happens. Right. But you're right. The percentage of what we're doing is far, far less than what it was once before. And there's, you know, and, 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 and you know, conversely too, there's a lot of people with a lot of equity in their homes too. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not doing 100% financing. You know, now people are, you know, having to put some skin in the game and with, with appreciation being what it is. Now it's, you know, there's, you know, everyone's talking about, you know, when's the market crash going to come and when's the bubble going to burst, blah, 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 blah. Well, the nice thing about it is we got most people have a heck of a lot of equity, so we're not going to have massive foreclosures correct. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah that, that that should not be the case that like it was years ago. So hopefully, you know, everything, you know, listen, there's no guarantees in life, but hopefully in, in air quotes, um, we're in a much better position than we were back in the 067 era when everything went to hell basically. Yeah. And I think especially being in Arizona, you know, our market might be a little bit safer than some of the sure. you know, Absolutely. Midwest markets and stuff where it's a little bit colder in the winter. Um, people are always wanting to be out here. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and you, you mentioned a second ago, as far as, you know, talking about interest rates and, you know, really to, to, to talk about from a very high level without getting too technical. I mean, really all, all, every lender out there, all we really are is resellers of money. You know, we all go to, to the same place, you know, the same outlets for, for our money. And then we turn around and we resell it back to the public for a price. That's really what, um, whether you're talking to a you know mortgage banker, broker, whoever it is, that's really what what the system is. So you know it's a it rate rates um, for the most part. You know, most lenders are all in the and relatively the same ballpark. You know we're we're all you know no one can be too high and make money and no one can be too low and make money. I mean that's just kind of where everything falls. But you know for it's you know when when people sit there and say hey what are your rates and so forth well a lot of it ends up being um, you know, what is it that, what it, really what you're asking is, is what are the price, what is the price is that you're going to be selling it back to me as, you know, and it's, and that's really what you're looking at is just trying to find, find a good lender who doesn't have a bunch of overhead and inflated costs and whatnot and is able to get you a good rate, um, and good terms. And that's, and that's really, you know, that again, from a very high level of getting too technical, that's really how my industry works. 
Yeah, and so you're with Directors Mortgage. Correct. Um, yep. Talk a little bit about them and what what made you want to be with Directors, and and you know if there's any great programs or just you know yeah, customer service level of all that. The the programs that, that we have, we have you know all the stuff that you've you know that that anyone would normally use. You know FHA, VA, conventional, USDA, jumbo. The, the, the gamut of those products, um, the stuff that, that maybe sets us a little bit apart or is a little bit different, you know, and I, I want to say apart because honestly, there's a lot of good lenders out there. This is not a, you know, Hey, you got to come to Joe cause he's the only guy in town that can do something. That's not true. You just want to avoid the bad lenders. That's probably the, the, the advice I would give anybody is, you know, just make sure. And, you know, for myself personally, January 3rd, will be 28 years of doing this. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, kind, of, kind of makes me feel old when I say that. But, um, you know, the, the, the things that um, I like about directors, um, there's a lot of flexibility. It's a smaller company out of Portland, um, but we're, we're, we're very deep into this market. We're very, you know, charitable and, you know, we're trying to, to really um, make a name for ourselves as far as from, a, from the social side of things as well, too, which is great. Um, I did see you guys, I was watching the Suns game the other mm-hmm. night and you guys were all over in between the benches, just directors, 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 really yeah, cool to see. Yeah, the, the Hometown Heroes program that, that's we do, that we do with the Suns, which is really something that came, that they started up in Portland with the Blazers and we brought it down here with the Suns as well, too, where we honor, um, we, we work very closely with the Tillman Foundation. So we end up, um, you know, finding good candidates for, you know, maybe a first responder, a teacher, whatever may be the case. And we honor somebody at a, at a Suns game. Um, it's just, it's great. You know, it's a, it's, that's probably the, the, the best part about the fact that we, you know, that we're deep with the Suns is the hometown heroes program. But, you know, as far as, you know, that, that, and I guess that, you know, to answer your question, as far as, you know, why I came to directors, that was a large part of it. Um, the culture piece, everyone says they've got culture, you know, blah, 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 everyone says right. culture. But you know what? Um, you know, just like you guys here at Urban Lux, you guys actually work on your culture. It's, it's a big thing, you know, and it's what attracts agents to you guys as well, too. And the same thing with, with directors is they, they truly um, do deliver on that side of things for us. You know, so I really wanted to be somewhere that was a, a smaller company that had a good family feel. Um, that was very flexible. You know, that's another thing too. And we can do it. We also have a port, portfolio lending division, which is great. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that, you know, has hair on it, so to speak. And we, there's ways for us to get, get loans done. Maybe that some authors can't do through the portfolio side of things. Um, but that's really, you know, when I went, went out searching for um, the new company that I was looking for, that was, was important to me that I just wanted to have, um, you know, something to where it was not super rigid, very good communication, um, you know, and, and, and a great support staff, you know, and that's, you know, it's like, like I said, it's no, no different than the way you guys have lined yourselves up here at, at urban Lux, which is why we all work so well together. Yeah, but, no, we, we appreciate it. And it's, and it's tough, you know, culture is a really tough thing to, to develop and maintain. And it's super easy to lose. Exactly. I mean, that, and that's, it's, you're exactly right. It's, it's hard to do it. Everyone talks about wanting to do it but it doesn't take much to, to lose it. And then there's cracks and the whole thing falls apart. So, and you guys put in a lot of tight. We got, again, back to your Christmas party tonight. That's gonna be exciting. Right. You know, that, <laughs> and, that, and that's the kind of fun stuff that you guys do. And you guys are also very good. And, and directors is good like this too, but you guys are very good at, at training as well too, which is awesome. I mean, you guys, you know, recognize talent. You're not afraid to bring in a young, young person who maybe is, you know, has, has some hustle, has some desire and can be coached. I mean, that's really all you're looking for. And you guys actually put in the time to train them, which is awesome. And we do the same thing too. I mean, we're, we're willing to, to, to take a chance on somebody and, and bring them in the business if we see the potential. And that's, that's it. You know, it's a, 
the, the industry is aging slowly but surely. And we want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're taking care of the next wave that comes through. And, you know, I mean, look at, you know, guys like Tyler and Max and that, and Nick and those, those guys, I mean, they're all, how, how young are those guys at your company? I mean, early twenties. Right. I mean, it's crazy. I think Tyler literally just turned 21 yesterday and he's a freaking star. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> he's still got two more closing this month. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's, and, but, but again, that's because you guys took a chance to recognize talent and you, and you put in the time to coach. I mean, that's, that's right. what it comes, comes down to. Speaking of talent, um, you're fortunate enough to uh, be married to a realtor, an urban Lux realtor. I am. Um, I am. We've got Lakey Hesh who's been on uh, before as well. Um, how is it, you know, she had a, she really kind of kicked it into gear this year too. It was mm-hmm. really nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for you. So how is it being on the mortgage side for you and having your spouse be in the real estate? <laughs> um, it's, it, it seems like it'd be a lot of fun because you guys are awesome. It is. It is. It, it's, it, it, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's got, it's got its challenges. You know, when I, when I was working at home for, for a while when COVID hit, um, you know, she was uh, knocking on my door, you know, where are my loan docs and so forth. You know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, I need that little bit of separation. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Se- se- separation is good, but yes, um, she's, she's, uh, you know, she's awesome and she's obviously a lot of fun. She's, you know, yeah, she adds a lot to the culture here. She does. Like, we're looking forward to hanging out with her tonight. Yeah. We don't get to see you guys as often as we'd like. But. Exactly. No, it's, we're, we're, we're excited about tonight. It's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with, with directors and having like in the portfolio division, is there like, what's like your favorite jumbo product that you guys have right now? And for those of you guys that don't know that new conventional loan limit of 648 is what Six, you said? 647, 200, Six, but 647, yes. 200. Close enough. A jumbo loan would be any loan amount above that amount. Correct. So Correct. if someone, let's just say someone's buying, you know, a million dollar home or $2 million home, what's one of your favorite products for a well-qualified? Yeah. I mean, the, the, obviously the, you can do jumbo loans for, you know, as little as 10% down, which is great. Um, you know, it's a, um, the, the, there's lots of different um, products and it's, it's really hard to, to just sit there and say, Hey, you know, I've got this, this, and this, because every single situation is very different. A lot of times with the jumbo crowd that ends up being a lot of self-employed, you right. know, that, and that's, and that's another, you know, uh, a whole topic that we can talk about at some point too, is, you know, just with self, so there's a certain art to dealing with self-employed, you know, not every lender looks at the same way. Um, and that, and there, and those are, you know, a, a lot of times more challenging and time consuming loans. Um, but we, pride ourselves in doing a great job with self-employed individuals. So that's probably, you know, one of the things that I would say, if anything, you know, um, uh, those of you that may be listening that are self-employed and it could be a, a real estate agent for all, for all, all, all we know that they may be listening. Um, definitely you want to line yourself up with a lender that knows what they're doing. That takes the time. Um, you know, COVID has created some challenges and it's, is it as bad as what it was, you know, a year ago in the lending industry with COVID? No, it's not. But, you know, it's not as though, um, you know, it's perfect like it was prior either, necessarily. Um, you know, it's definitely has, has made things a little bit different. And it just, you know, takes a little bit you know, more hoops to jump through. You got to be a little more patient. You know, if you're a self-employed person, it can be, you know, you feel like you, and I, I've, I've used this phrase before, but you feel like you walk into it with an L in your forehead for a loser because we put you through, through the ringer on it. But it's not, you know, it's, it's just a, a matter of just knowing that, you know, the, the, the finish line will happen. You just got to, you know, make sure that you're crossing the T's and dotting the I's and getting the, the documentation done that we got to get done. So, but yeah, as far as jumbo, jumbo loans are concerned all day long, you know, we will de- definitely do them. Um, you know, it's, do I, do I expect things to loosen up a little bit again? Yeah, they, they are. They're, they're going to start loosening a little bit, but you know, um, 
the reality is, is this has been something that Fannie and Freddie have been talking about for years is trying to, trying to, you know, tweak some things when it comes to self-employed thing side of things. And, you know, they've used COVID to kind of implement some of the things that they've been wanting to do and it's okay. It's okay. You yeah, know, I it's think, a, I mean, the restrictions aren't bad because again, I don't think anybody wants to, to swing back to, you know, 07, 08. Right. Um, so I think, you know, more people are for it. It's just, it's nice to be able to get people into a loan, right? Correct. With the way prices are, have increased. You know, I think a lot of people are just like, holy cow. You know, I had people in 2020 or even 2019. I was like, man, you guys should buy now. They're like, no, we're going to wait and see. We'll wait for the crash next year. Yeah, you, know, they, you, know, you know how many times we've heard that? And then in 2020, I was like, guys, you need to buy that. Like, no, no, with COVID, everything's going to oh, change. There's a bubble. Yeah. Man, and now they're priced out of the market. They can't right. afford to buy anything. Yeah, I mean, it's a, the, the combination of, you know, prices rising and now slowly but surely interest rates are, you know, start. It's, a, it's not, you know, where, you know, they're not climbing rapidly, but they are, you know, slowly but surely going, rates are going up a little bit. Obviously, that's going to reduce buying power. There's no question about it. I mean, if, if prices go up and rates go up, unless your income goes up or your debt goes down, I mean, it is what it is. And that's that's just a matter. I mean, a lot of what I do is math. I mean, that's, right. and then we're just talking about simple math at this point. So you're right. You mean, there is no real reason for anybody to sit on the sidelines thinking that, you know, the bubble is going to burst because, you know, when, when it comes down to it and, you know, we can talk about, you know, oh, shadow inventory and, the end of the moratorium and Zillow doing what Zillow's done, all those things that people think are going to, you know, going to affect all where all this inventory is going to come to the market uh, that may or may not happen, but it all really all boils down to supply versus demand. And as long as the demand is where it's at and it is, I mean, everyone wants to own a house or a lot of people want to own homes right now and supply inventory is low. You're going to have the issues with price. I mean, there it's, you know, prices aren't going to drop just because, Right. That's not going to happen, you know, and, and, and with, and when you couple that again with the interest rates going up, there is really no, no reason for anyone to, you know, Hey, I'll wait a couple months or, Hey, I'll wait until, till next year. Um, it is what it is. And, you know, and, and now, now is the best time to buy is literally now. Yeah, I mean, obviously there can be, no one's got a crystal ball. Correct. But if you're renting, there's never a bad time to get in the market to own your own home. No, I mean you're you're making someone else's house payment right now. Right, right. You know, and um, I think in watching, I bought my first house when I was 21, doubled in value in a couple of years, which was great. I sold it, bought another one, and then lost on that one. Right. But everything cycles, right? And right. When you're 24, you don't think about that. If I would have kept it and just stayed there, I could have sold it. You know maybe 10 years later and never been under, wouldn't have been under right. or whatever. Absolutely. So I think it's important for any buyer to understand if you're happy with the payment and you like the house, even if let's just say the bottom fell out and all of a sudden your values really drop, as long as you stay there and you can still make your payment and all that stuff, you're going to be fine later on. It's going to come back. Yeah, don't, you know? don't, don't focus on your first home has to be your dream home. It's probably not. It's probably not going to be your dream home, and in most cases, your first home. But getting in lets you. I mean, that's how you how you build equity and you build wealth. There's no question about it. Yeah, I agree with you entirely. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know, and especially with the way rents are going up. I mean, I'm looking at some of the stuff that people are paying. And like, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's there's no doubt. I mean, it's a uh, you know that that's really that, that's your wheelhouse. I mean, you you do a lot of you know. Uh, through through the, the the property management stuff that you guys do, I mean, there's rents are crazy right now, and 
VRBOs and so forth are crazy now. So mm-hmm. you can speak to that topic oh, yeah. very well. It's, you know, we have people renting houses in August with no pool for 6,000 a month. <laughs> oh <my laughs> you know, just a little three bedroom, two bath. And like, it's crazy. Wait, what's, what's your inventory come up now for spring? Are, are you guys all pretty good? It's starting, to, it's starting to fill up yeah. you know, quite a bit. And you're seeing, you know, probably an average price of a four bedroom, you know, two bath is six fifty seven hundred a night. And we're, and we're supposed to get an actual spring training this year. Of, of course, assuming baseball comes back, right. but and kick gets out of the lockout. But we're supposed to actually get a legit spring training once again. So that's going to happen, which will be nice. I mean, it's nice. We, and people flock to to Arizona in the spring, anyways. But mm-hmm. even we were shocked that all the houses were full all summer. Every weekend was booked at really? every single house. Wow. So when we started seeing you know those January, February, March numbers, where you know some of these houses will do thirty, thirty five thousand in that month. So what's it is next year is a Super Bowl, the 2023, right? 2023. Yeah. So what, t- talk about that for a second. What, what are you anticipating that? How, how do people play that? So we have it blocked off as of now. Mm-hmm. Um, what we'll pro- When we open it up, we'll just make sure and we'll start it crazy high, just depending on the house. But, you know, it might be three grand a night for that four bedroom, two bath house or and then we'll just slowly chip away. But you get, you know, all of, a lot of our houses are in Old Town Scottsdale right. um, and up by in the Kierland area. So what we saw the last time the Super Bowl was here, and I was working restaurants at the time mm-hmm. there. So I was ended up uh, bartending one of the Super Bowl concerts mm-hmm. and they blocked off the street. It was packed. So everyone go to Glendale for the game and then they'll all come back to Scottsdale to party because mm-hmm. there's nothing out in Glendale for them. Right. So... All of these, and now, since the majority of our houses are in Old Town or within you know, 10, 15 minutes of Old Town, that's where people are going to want to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they're going to be willing to spend. But you, all of a sudden, if it's a group of guys or whatever, you know, four or five couples that want to come in, well, they'll each spend 1000 a night to be here for four or five nights. Right. And because especially if they're going to the Super right. Bowl or all right. that kind of stuff. So um, it's not necessarily just one person coming in and saying, hey, I'm going to drop that much money per night. But you'll. It'll Are you seeing people rent already for the Super Bowl? No, we haven't. We haven't even opened it up. Okay, yet, but um, it'll be interesting to see because that'll be you know the first time that we've had this portfolio of houses for such a big event outside right. of just you know normal spring training and springtime in Arizona and all that. So um, you know NASCAR brings some people in, but. You know, Barry Jackson brings some people in. The Phoenix Open brings some people in. Right. But it's not like the Super Bowl. No. The Super Bowl is a whole nother level. That's going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I thought about doing our house, to be honest with you, yep. it, as you well know. So yep. it's uh, <laughs> it's going to be, uh, yeah, that that's very tempting. You know, there's very very tempting because you can, you know, that that's a lot. There's a for so, for a week's time. I mean, that's yeah, that's a good chunk. And it pays you, you know, half your mortgage for a year, right? Exactly. Depending on depending on what you've got, exactly. Um, yeah, so it'll be, you know, and I think, are you going to go to the game to the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl here? Uh, sure. I mean, if I if, obviously I might, that'd be my intention, but yeah. yeah <laughs> We're, st- we're still ways out for that. So, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, we're, we're hoping. We're hoping to maybe get some tickets for that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you can only Never. go so often unless you're going to travel to it. I, w- I wouldn't travel to go to the Super Bowl. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But that's that's going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing how, what that's going to be for your world and the, and the luxury rentals that you guys do. So Yeah, it should be should be exciting for sure. What uh, What else is going on? Not a whole heck of a lot heading into the holidays, obviously. Yep. So it's... Uh, I'm still busy. You know, it's it's not like everything's slowed. I mean, rates have gone up a little bit. So you're, you know, a lot of the refinances we're, we're doing where people, you know, hey, I want to jump on the three-year fixed and the twos. 
now it's kind of trending more towards, hey, um, let's talk about doing some cash out. You know, we're, so it's, um, you know, rates are still low and there's still people that are, can still refinance into lower interest rates. Don't, don't get me wrong, but probably the cash out refinance market is really what's where a lot of the pickup is coming right now. And it's, and really that it's not, and when I say cash out, it's not necessarily people are, you know, necessarily pulling out cash to, you know, do a remodel or to take a trip or whatever may be the case. A lot of it ends up just being pure cash flow from paying off debt. You know, I mean, that's a, that's what's one of the nice things about people that have equity is now they have an, an, an actual avenue to take some of that equity and get rid of some debt and just, you know, basically have, you know, wipe the slate, slate clean, so to speak, and just simply have a house payment. And we're doing a lot of that type of, of play right now. So we are talking more about cash flow versus maybe so much about payment, Yeah, you know, erasing debt. You know, maybe your payment goes up a hundred bucks, but you get rid of, you know, that that $400 car payment, you know, there's your $300 of cash flow. And I've, and I've had some of these refinances that we've done lately that, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, $2,000 of cash flow, depending on, you know, some people have a lot of debt. We can erase a lot of debt through, through cash out refinances. So that's probably right now, if I was going to say anything that's, you know, um, very tempting, especially this time of year. Um, it's a good time to actually talk about doing a cash out refinance and getting yourself squared away and have a fresh start in 2022. So yeah, absolutely. Great way to end the year. Well, if anybody's looking to do that or they want to buy their first absolutely. home, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Best way to get a hold of me is 480-332-5595. Again, it's Joe Hesch, Director's Mortgage, or J-O-E dot H-E-S-C-H at directorsmortgage.net. And he will answer the phone, guys. I, I will. Uh, great I'm, experience um, working with Joe. And uh, happy holidays. Have a great right week. Thanks for coming by today. And, Absolutely. Uh, let's we'll, go have some fun we'll tonight. We'll see you this afternoon. Yep, sounds good. Right, Thanks, Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Lux Lounge Podcast, the official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate, located in Old Town Scottsdale, Arizona. If you'd like to support the show, please give us a five-star review on your podcast player of choice, follow the show on Instagram, or subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have questions for Joe and Dave, feel free to write in to luxloungepod at gmail.com. We may talk about your question on the show. If you would like to learn more about Urban Lux Real Estate, please visit our website, urbanluxre.com for more information. This podcast was produced by T-Door Productions. Intro music by Doug Maxwell. Outro music by Track Tribe.